So after all the preparations yesterday and hearing confessions for several hours and the vigil mass and then mass at midnight, I must say that when I woke up this, this morning, my thought was first, oof. <laughs> and then it was, praise the Lord that Father Luke had the 630. <laughs> and then it was, wait, what just happened? And this Mass, this Mass, these readings are kind of that moment where we hit the pause button and we say, wait a second, what did we just experience? Because in just a few short hours, we relived a moment when the world was forever changed. We went from joyfully waiting in vigil for something that we did not know was going to happen, except we knew because we've been celebrating it for so long, and yet it's new every year. We went from joyfully waiting in that vigil to hearing choirs of angels singing at the birth of a child, to hearing shepherds join those angels in joyful singing. And those shepherds were running around afterwards telling anybody who would listen that the Messiah is born. Their feet graced the mountains, as Isaiah said in the first reading today. And then Mary, pondering these things in her heart. It was a night of excitement and joy and just movement unceasing activity, not unlike when we have our own children. Obviously, I haven't had any kids myself, but I've seen a lot of people do it. And there's amazing activity. And then there's that moment when it sinks in that new life is here. And so at this Mass, we join Mary in that moment where she ponders and reflects on these things in her heart. She ponders on and reflects on the fact that God sent his son, the Messiah, that he fulfilled all of those ancient prophecies. And so now with John, as we ponder and reflect, we search for the meaning of what it is. We want to know the answer to that question, why did this happen? St. Paul reminds us today in the letter to the Hebrews that God has spoken to us throughout all of history in so many various ways, but that he finally sent his son, the word, to save us from our sin, to purify us. And John writes that those who accept him, those who accept this son, those who accept God, he has given power to become children of God. And it all starts with that little baby lying in a manger. That little baby who was the word and the power of God. That little baby who was God that had emptied himself and taken on our human nature to show us how it should be done. This little baby who was such great light that when the darkness tried to crucify him, he did not die but instead conquered the darkness. When this baby was born and when the word became flesh and made his dwelling not just among us, but in us, we saw his glory, that glory of the Father's only Son, that glory that was full of grace and truth. Today, as we ponder these mysteries, our hearts are filled with hope, 
hope for eternity, hope that the darkness will not overcome, hope for the future, because we know what that little baby did all those years ago, and we know what he keeps doing for us every day, because he was born for us, and he was given to save us. In the first prayer today, the collect prayer, the church prays, all of us together, O God, who wonderfully created the dignity of human nature and still more wonderfully restored it, grant, we pray, that we may share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. This prayer of the church, this church which has continued to meditate on these mysteries for two millennia, summarizes in so few words and reminds us of the glory of this day and the reason that our hearts hope. Because in this prayer, the church reminds us God created us and it was a wonderful thing that he did to create us out of love. And we messed it up and so God needed to restore that human nature had he had created. And so in his infinite mercy, our God came down from heaven, the Son of God, the Word of God. He became flesh, and he did it so that we might not just be restored, but he offered us a share in his own divinity. He lifted our human nature higher than anyone could have ever imagined that it went higher than even the angels. He offered us a share in his divinity. And that is the reason for our hope. There's a French poet, Charles Peggy, and I've been astonished by him lately. In his poem on hope, he writes, faith is she who remains steadfast during centuries and centuries. Charity is she who gives herself during centuries and centuries. But my little hope is she who rises every morning. This morning we rise because God came to save us. And the beauty of this Christmas feast is that it reminds us of our salvation and when we see that little baby in the manger, when we hear the words of the gospel on this Christmas day, our hearts are filled with a joy and a hope beyond all telling because we can't deny that he came to save us. And this same joyful hope that fills us and strengthens us helps us to rise every morning and rejoice in the love that God gives us every moment of our lives.